Father Lev Smith is the rector of St. John the Wonderworker Orthodox Church in Des Moines, Iowa, a Western Rite mission of the Russian Orthodox Church outside of Russia. A sometime professor of theology and philosophy, Father Lev invites us to join him on the journey into the mystery. Before becoming Orthodox, I spent a dozen years as an Episcopal priest. And every year when I celebrated Easter services, rather than preach a homily of my own, I always chose to deliver the justly famous Paschal Homily of St. John Chrysostom. Today, three things, some background about the homily, some comments on it, and then I'll read the homily itself. It's quite short, less than 500 words. St. John was born and lived in Antioch, in what is now Turkey, in the 4th century, but his last assignment was as the Archbishop of Constantinople. He was legendary as a preacher and teacher of the faithful, which is what earned him the nickname of Chrysostom, which is from the Greek for golden-mouthed. An important figure not only for the Orthodox Church, but for the Latin Church as well, one of his prayers from the liturgy even made it into the morning prayer service of Thomas Cranmer in the Book of Common Prayer. We don't know exactly when he composed his Paschal homily, but it would have been in the late 4th century or in the first few years of the 5th. All Eastern Orthodox churches include the homily at the end of the Pascha Orthros or Matin service, although some bishops and priests preach a sermon of their own. For my own part, I have never wanted to add anything to what St. John has to say. The homily has two movements. The first on fasting is essentially St. John riffing on the parable of the workers in the vineyard from St. Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 through 16. You'll recall that the owner of the vineyard hires some workers early in the morning for the agreed-upon pay of one denarius, a small Roman coin. Then he goes out at 9 a.m. and hires more, saying he will pay them whatever is right. Then he goes out at noon and hires more, and then at 3 o'clock, and then even as late as 5 o'clock. And when evening comes, he has his steward call the workers together in order to give them their pay. Then all the workers, whether they worked all 10 hours or just for one hour, received the same pay, one denarius. Those who had worked all day are upset that all the others are being paid the same amount that they are. But the owner says to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for denarius? So the last will be first, and the first last. St. John takes this parable, which would seem to have the obvious meaning of explaining how God would reward the Gentiles equally as he would the Jews, with whom he had long been in covenant, and then he applies it to those who have fasted, who have fasted a lot, a little, or not at all, during Great Lent in preparation for our celebration of the resurrection. St. John exhorts those who have followed all of the Lenten fasting rules from the first day of Lent, and those who haven't followed them completely, or for all the days of the fast, and even those who have not fasted at all, to come to the feast, that is, to receive communion. It is for St. John a powerful, enacted reminder of the nature of God's unconditional love for us. I'm sad to say I've attended 
Paschal liturgies wear the homilies red, along with a prescription that only Orthodox who have observed the fasting requirements are welcome to receive. I would encourage us all to take John's exhortation seriously. The second movement is a series of non-stop exclamations on the meaning of Christ's resurrection, his defeat of death and hell, so wonderfully portrayed in the icon of Pascha. The icon isn't an Easter morning depiction of the empty tomb or the risen Christ. It shows Christ on Holy Saturday, descended into hell, the doors of hell shattered with pieces scattered at the bottom of the icon, and Christ taking Adam, or in some icons, Adam and Eve, by the hand to pull them out of death in order to give them life. This is the meaning of Pascha. The proper name of this icon is Anastasis, Resurrection. But notice, this title, this icon, does not refer to Christ's resurrection, but to ours. Please listen to these words from St. John Chrysostom. If any be a devout lover of God, let him partake with gladness from this fair and radiant feast. If any be a faithful servant, let him enter rejoicing into the joy of his Lord. If any have wearied himself with fasting, let him now enjoy his reward. If any have labored from the first hour, let him receive today his rightful due. If any have come after the third, let him celebrate the feast with thankfulness. If any have come after the sixth, let him not be in doubt, for he will suffer no loss. If any have delayed until the ninth, let him not hesitate but draw near. If any have arrived only at the eleventh, let him not be afraid because he comes so late. For the Master is generous and accepts the last even as the first. He gives rest to him who comes at the eleventh hour in the same way as him who has labored from the first. He accepts the deed and commends the intention. Enter then all of you into the joy of our Lord. First and last, receive alike your reward. Rich and poor, dance together. You who fasted and you who have not fasted, Rejoice together. The table is fully laden. Let all enjoy it. The calf is fatted. Let none go away hungry. Let none lament his poverty, for the universal kingdom is revealed. Let none bewail his transgressions, for the light of forgiveness has risen from the tomb. Let none fear death, for the death of the Savior has set us free. He has destroyed death by undergoing death. He has despoiled hell by descending into hell. He vexed it, even as it tasted of his flesh. Isaiah prophesied this when he said, Hades has been embittered by meeting him below. It was embittered, for it was abolished. It was embittered, for it was mocked. It was embittered, for it was slain. It was embittered, for it was annihilated. It was embittered, for it was put in chains. It took a body and face to face met God. It took earth and encountered heaven. It took what it saw and was conquered by what it saw not. O death, where is your sting? O hell, where is your victory? Christ is risen and you are overthrown. 
Christ is risen and the demons are fallen. Christ is risen and the angels rejoice. Christ is risen and life reigns. Christ is risen and not one dead remains in the tomb. For Christ, being raised from the dead, has become the first fruits of them that slept. To him be glory and might to the ages of ages. Amen. Christ is risen. Father Lev Smith is the rector of St. John the Wonderworker Orthodox Church in Des Moines, Iowa. The music you're listening to is Suonatore di Luto by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. This has been a Western Rite Radio production. Please find us at WROradio.com. <laughs>